Blog Talk Radio. All right, what is up, podcasters? So <clears throat> I'm kind of losing my voice right now, which I just got a uh, got into in friendly uh, astrological debate with the uh, with the roommates and uh, for like an hour. So <laughs> kind of been uh, discussing that, going back and forth with them and. Yeah, so my voice I should I should have went live right then and there for you guys to hear everything. It would have been a it would have been a great show actually. And uh just based off the opinions and science and, and religion and history and how astrology is real and how science is outweighs astrology or the opinions of astrology. It was good. But however, I'm gonna address a lot tonight and pretty much guys this episode of Urcantello Tales, hosted by me, Stephen Urcantello is going to be about manifesting your right now. And pretty much in doing so, you can deter- determine who you are, who you're meant to be, who you're becoming, the, you know, and the individual within you. We're also going to talk about light years and what light years are based off what we see, feel, hear, and witness when we walk right outside, look up at the sky, see the stars, see the planets, and really understand what it means when you're looking at such things. Because pretty much space is the largest unknown territory that we can visibly see and not understand. So that's something I've always been super intrigued about, um, super excited about. And it actually dominates over the paranormal community when it comes to me. Um, I believe space is very intriguing. I can I can go in any location and get paranormal proof and prove it wrong, debunk it, show you a shadow figure, get an EVP. I've done it multiple times. So many of you have seen my footage. You've heard my theories. You've heard my concepts. You've heard my rants. You've heard my vents. You've experienced the same things I've experienced within the field because I've shared it all to you. So space itself, though, is a little different. Um, in my opinion, I love it. It's, it's the, I have a house in northern Florida outside of Gainesville, and going outside and looking up at the stars – and seeing, you know, the outer layer of pretty much our galaxy and seeing the Milky Way, it's so beautiful out there. And the fact that you can see these shooting stars, seeing Orion's belt, you can see the Big Dipper, you can see the greatest creation that we ever are. I mean, so many people decide, you know, to save up for a trip and go see a huge hole in the ground at the Grand Canyon and not realizing that they can literally walk out on their front steps if you live out in the country, look straight up. And there's no ceiling. You're seeing the greatest thing that's ever been created. And a lot of people forget that Earth, what we live on, is part of that planet. It's part of that atmosphere. It's not part of the planet. Obviously, we're on that planet. But it's part of that atmosphere. It's part of that realm. We are in space. We're literally a ball floating around in that dark abyss that you see staring straight up. You see the moon. You're like, oh, my God, that's the moon. That's so crazy. That's so amazing. That's so great. But we're on a ball just like that and it's it's just amazing to experience those emotions and feel that within when you're out there so anyways real quick guys i have to check my messages because i do have some questions here is a question that i have from Jeanette. it says before we get into everything with the light years and the moon and, and astrology and how energy works and so many other things, guys, I'm going to answer some questions and go back and forth because I know how boring light years can be. I know how boring space can be. I know how boring this stuff can be. Um, to many people that do tune in, 
although it excites me. So if you're excited, you're going to love it. But I also know people tune in to want to hear paranormal things as well. So let me knock out some paranormal questions real quick and uh, go from there. And then we'll knock out some educational facts that, again, I love more than the paranormal. So this question comes from Jeanette. Have you ever met a person with real abilities? And what do you think causes some people to have gifts? I have, in my opinion, again, guys, this is my opinion. There is nothing factual about the paranormal field. There are facts about space, but there are no facts about the paranormal field. In my opinion, I have maybe met, uh, I don't know, one to two, one to two people, um, not many at all. I think a lot of them are very vague with what they say. You know, a lot of them, and a lot of people can vouch for that. You know, a lot of people agree. They're very vague. Oh, did, and they're always like, oh, I, I sense a spirit. Did, did somebody die close to you? Well, everybody's had someone die close to them at some point in their life, whether it be a friend, whether it be a grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle. Somebody's always had somebody close die to them. And when, when a medium says that, it's going to trigger instantly. Who's the most recent person that died? Oh, I was close with somebody 10 years ago when they died. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not how that works. Um, so, no, I don't believe in it, um, that everybody is. I, I believe there is a very small percentile of people, and very small, very, very small percentile of real mediums and real people with abilities that can predict such things. And they're, they're not so vague. They are more on point. And there is somebody that I, that I has given me a reading before. Um, you can actually go see her on social media. She goes by Lily moon, L I L Y. And then moon, she's given me a reading before. And she does these, these, she does these crazy things with like cards, bones, coins. She does so much more than just reading. She does. I, I can't even tell you what she does because I'm not used to it. She does things with sticks and straws and, and like I said, bones and it's crazy. And the reason I say, that she, in my opinion, is super authentic is because she said um, some things that were like, you know, within this is what's happening in your life. And it, she was addressing things that were not based on social media. They weren't addressed on social media ever. I know, like, and people that follow me on social media, I, I, I know what I post on social media because I post it. And I'm very careful with my words. I'm very um, clever with with you know, the intention I have behind them. So it can't be used against me. So I know what I post. I know what I don't post. And for her to say such things really made me think, wow, that's, that's amazing. And when these things happened, that couldn't have happened by me manifesting them to happen. My using, using the law of attraction would not have manifested such things to happen because what was happening was like, for instance, she said, I'd have a falling out with somebody within a week. And I did. And it was already in the process, though. It wasn't as if I was like, yeah, you know, I'm about, to, I'm going to look for it and have a falling out with somebody. It was already in that process. And I didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew. And Zach, um, Eslin, you know, everybody on my social media knows that this, this motherfucker decided to come at me. So I went at him and we worked together and everybody saw that blow up. And that was literally a week after we talked, me and her talked about um, what would happen. And nobody knew about it then not a single soul because I was still working with them at the time, but nobody knew what was going on. So I do believe in them. I think they're very, 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 very real. And she's the only one that has proven me proven to be um, accurate in my eyes. Now, why do I think people have abilities that I can't answer you? I just don't, I don't, I'm not really sure why I believe 
I do think we all have the capability of it. The sick, our sixth sense. I think our sixth sense is something we can manifest or become in tune with. We all have a gut feeling that something isn't right. However, many people go for it anyways. A lot of people see it as, you know, red flags. I'm, you know, dating somebody. Um, but your gut is always telling you what's right or what's wrong. And we, we tend to do it anyways, whether it's with a job, whether it's turning right or left, whether it's I'm going to run that, rel- that yellow light or stop. We all have those abilities. Now, the, the level and the depthness of those abilities, I can't tell you what triggers that. Um, I feel like there's times that I know, I know there's people that, for instance, that know me that I know what people are going to do before they do them. I know, um, I can't really explain that, but I know that people, I I can, I can, uh, I'm trying to think of an example that makes sense. So for instance, um, if, uh, damn, my mind like literally just went blank for this because I'm trying to find the right words to say it to you guys. But say somebody is, is standing in front of me right now, and I'm like, you know, I think this would be best for you to do this. And they're like, well, what if I, what if I wanted to do this instead? I said, well, this is what's going to happen if you do. If you do it my way, months from now, this is exactly what's going to happen. I can see that happening in my mind. I know it. I play out the steps of it, and it happens. But I don't feel like that's psychic abilities. I don't feel like those are medium abilities. I don't feel like those are abilities whatsoever, but that's just me because I've been that way my whole life. Um, I don't feel like I can speak to the dead in that manner. I'm that way with people, real people in their situations, not a ghost came to me and said, this is what's going to happen. A spirit came down to me and told me that this is going to happen. No, that's bullshit. It doesn't work that way. It's never happened. It doesn't happen. People need to knock that shit off because it doesn't exist. And it can't be proven. And not one person in this entire world has proven that. Not one. People can say they have. People can say, oh, I've helped people on cop cases. No, you haven't. Where's the proof? People can say, oh, I've helped this person solve this person, and, and I help their family sleep better at night. Great, you help them sleep better at night. You didn't prove anything. And that's the problem. This field is a he said, she said field. And so many are gathering into it just because they want to, because they feel like they can, because they know that it's marketable. So that's my answer on that one. Um, I really don't, don't think it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's my beliefs on mediumship and abilities. So here's another question that I have from, um, Man, I'm going to mess this name up at all, or I'm totally, but it's spelled B-A-R-R-E-T-T. I know I'm probably, I'm not even going to try it, Barrett, maybe um, that's what it looks like, but yeah. Anyway, this question says, if you had open access to investigate any location in the world, where would you go and why? Um, That's a good question. I do get asked that. Usually I get asked like in the United States, but in the world? The pyramids. I feel like the pyramids would be the best location for me because there's so many theories. It's a real place, real facts, real history, real great. It's a tombstone. I mean, it's a tombstone for the dead. It's a tombstone of energy. It's a tombstone of loved ones and lost lives. It's, it's, it's a remembrance. You know, people are buried there. And there's so much culture there that if you remove a tombstone and you remove, you know, this casket and this open, this body, you know, we've all seen the mummy. So I think that those curses and whatnot can be a very real thing. And that is something I do believe in. Um, Maybe not to the extent of Hollywood, but, you know, the scriptures that are written on these 
caskets and on the walls. I just feel like that would be so amazing to walk in there and do a spirit box session, do a Ouija board session, really draw out that energy because back then they believed in that craft. You know, they believed in um, rituals in such manner with bleeding in spiritual awakening. So I feel like the pyramids would be a phenomenal place. It's never been done before. You know, every the catacombs have been done. Every place in the United States has been done. But I feel like the pyramids have never been done. You know, people go in there for history. They want to draw things out, but no paranormal investigation. And the tunnels within these pyramids, I think, would be you'd be so deep within the undergrounds and you pick something up, it would be absolutely phenomenal. It would be probably one of the most, the greatest findings paranormal-wise that this field has ever seen um, within the paranormal. So I'm going to check real quick, guys, some more messages just to make sure that I don't have any. If you have any questions whatsoever, then definitely feel free to message me. Definitely feel free to call in if you want to call in, guys. The number, the number is to call in is 515-605-9898. Or easily just, you know, log in, hit me up on the chat as well. We can do a chat room as well, and I can answer any questions that you have there. Again, if you're on my social media, just message me. Message me, PM me, text me if you have my phone number and all that fun stuff. So I am down to answer any questions that you do have. Paranormal related, personal related, what my favorite color is, my favorite food, what shoe size I wear, what's my favorite article of clothing, uh, what, just anything. You know, what, what, what did I do at six years old, what I wanted to be at 12 years old, what I wanted to be at 24 years old. I, I don't even know what I want to do now with my life, but I had a better idea back then. So anything that you want to ask, definitely feel free. Um, okay. And the, all right, so... Now, let me get into – there's no more questions, but if you, again, guys, if you do feel free, please feel free to message me, and I'll keep checking periodically here to see if you guys have any. So let me get into energy. This is something that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down for a lot of people, um, paranormal-related, that we're going to get into space. So the paranormal is huge on energy. They are huge on electromagnetic energy energy, such as K2 meters, which is made for the electrician's tool. They really think that spiritual energy is the dead. They think it is a ghost. That is the belief of the paranormal. It is energy. It is from the dead. dead, the dead. I, I die right now. My energy just leaves, and I walk this earth, and I haunt this building, right, this house that I'm in. Nothing more, nothing less. That sums up the paranormal. Other people might have some, you know, twists and turns with beliefs or what it is. However, like a long story short, that's what it is, right? So they use these tools called a K2 meter, which is an electrician's tool. Nothing more, nothing less. They'll use a flashlight, which we all know what a flashlight is for, but electromagnetic energy, energy, right? So they'll use these tools assuming that an actual ghost, right, is picking this up is making this equipment go off. Now, there's never been any proof of this, correct? No energy out there can prove that that is a ghost whatsoever. Never will, never can, hasn't. In all the years that there's been TV shows, back with the, the Warrens, there's never been any proof of it either, and they were some of the, the main um, pavers of the field who, who definitely paved a phenomenal path for everybody. They still never really proved it. So, 
what I wanted to do was discuss what energy really kind of is, I guess, within space, how the moon affects us, which I'll get to. And believe it or not, like, it, it's actually not even that deep. It really isn't. Um, when it comes to facts, it really isn't. And I know a lot of people don't like facts. They don't like scientific facts. What they like is their opinion. They like the possibilities and they like the theories. None of those are facts. And that's what I need people to understand. Before we continue this, keep that in mind. It is not a fact. Now, what I'm going to explain to you when it comes to space science, that's a fact. So, Again, guys, the paranormal, let's talk about that real quick. People think that energy, right, a ghost can walk through doors, can walk through walls, can walk through anything, right? Oh, my God, that ghost just closed that door, and oh, my God, can you come in this room real quick? And it comes through the door, and holy shit, you know, the ghost just moved from one room to another, and it came through the wall, and I felt it do it. Okay, first off, let's think about this. You have a light bulb on, correct? Again, Theory of my own. The paranormal is all theory-based. I want everyone to think about this, okay? You have a light bulb that's on, right? It's energy. It actually has more energy than a dead person. Because, I mean, let's face it, we, we, we can't prove that a dead person can even set off anything. Like, it just hasn't been done. Um, and it doesn't have a vessel. It's just, it's not even light. It's not, there's nothing there, right? So, you're a dead person, no vessel, no skin, no bones. You can't grab a doorknob. You can't do anything. You're just standing there, correct? So floating in the air, right? The light switch is on. The light's on. A human is going to go out into the other room, close that door. The ghost is still in the room with the light, correct? Now, you're standing outside of this door. It's closed. Do you see the light, this energy, the, the watts of this energy, that the power of that energy being on, do you see it transmitting through that door? You don't. There's a solid characteristic blocking that light, which is a door. So why do people think that a ghost energy without a vessel, without anything, can travel through a door? It doesn't make any sense. It's completely absurd to even think that that even remotely makes sense. Now, I know what a lot of people will say. Well, light is already trapped and it's harnessed inside of a ball and it, and it does, you know, it, 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 it can't escape that. Well, if that's the case, then it wouldn't light up a room. And if that's the case, then what about a candle? Candle is a flame. It's, it's, it's energy. It actually has more proven energy than that of a spirit, right? I mean, the proof, we're talking about proof, scientific proof. A candle has more energy than a ghost. Facts. So, if light cannot transmit energy, pure light cannot transmit through a solid characteristical, or, or not characteristic, because it doesn't, well, it has characteristics, I guess. It's got a doorknob, it's got features. But if a light cannot transmit through a wall, through a door, through a solid object, how... How, how can a ghost, right? How can you hear? Now, here's another thing. How can you hear an EVP? How can you hear a ghost talk? How can something move? How can a ghost, oh, my God, a ghost just slammed that door. Oh, my God, a ghost just threw that rock. Oh, my God, a ghost just moved this, moved this chair. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, stop and think, right? 
here's what I want you to do. Everybody listening right now, right? We're all going to do this experiment together. And it's going to be amazing because I'm going to prove my theory right now with everybody doing exact. And I'm going to do this too. We're going to sit here, okay? I want everyone to look at the closest door to them. Just stare at the door. If you don't have a door, you're watching TV, stare at the TV. If you don't have that, then look at the remote sitting on the counter. Look at something, right? Here's what I want you to do. You're a ghost. You have no hands. You have no feet. Can't walk. Can't, can't do any of that, right? Can't grab it, right? Here's what I want you to do with your mind, because this is what spirits are doing. They're just energy, right? I want you to portray the energy that you have. I want you to move that door. Open up that door. Move that remote. Turn that TV on with your mind. Just do it. Don't even get up. Sit there and move it. Close it. Turn the TV on and off. The fridge. Do something because you can't do it. So what makes you think a dead person with no vessel, no grip, no thoughts, no eyes, no, no connectivity to a brain that's wired down to your hands to make you move within less than a nanosecond to move your finger just because you subconsciously thought you should move your finger and you do. Why, why, what makes you think a ghost can get up and just, I'm going to move this chair. I'm going to move this. It's energy. I'm using energy right now. I'm using energy right now to talk. I'm literally talking without even thinking. I'm just letting it flow and it's rolling right off of my tongue subconsciously because I know what I'm talking about. So it's easy for me to talk about. That's the energy that I'm projecting into you guys right now, right? It's easy for me to do. I have a tongue. Cut off your tongue. You can't really talk. I have a tongue. How can spirits without these things, how can energy without these things leave EVPs? How? Can't be proven. So there's other answers to the questions that we're asking. Is it really ghosts? Is it really the dead that we're speaking to? Now, I'm pretty sure the door did not move. I'm pretty sure the, the TV didn't turn on. I'm pretty sure all of that, right, if you guys tried it. So my, my theory was a lot deeper, and it's definitely – I'm not going to be able to explain it on here – for everybody to understand, I feel like I need to seriously draw a diagram of it with the earth and with the layers of realms right here on this earth to explain to you what we are actually experiencing when we're hitting and receiving paranormal activity. I will say this. I do believe that the paranormal activity are from the living, but the living that you can't see. I'll say that. I do not think we're speaking to the dead. I do not think we're speaking to ghosts. I do not think any of that. Because in reality, it doesn't make sense. It can't make sense. And I just, I just explained that to you, that it cannot make sense. You can't turn on a flashlight. You can't light up a K2 meter. Put, here's what I want you to do too. Whoever has a K2 meter, right? K2 meter challenge. Whoever has it. If you're going to hold a K2 meter up, right? A ghost walked in front of it. Oh my God, it just spiked to red. It just spiked up. Okay, I'm going to buy that, right? Let's pretend that that actually happened. I'm holding a K2 meter. A ghost ran by. It lit up to red. It just flew up, right? Electromagnetic energy from a ghost. Okay, but when I die, that my, my energy becomes a ghost. So how come when I'm holding this K2 meter up to my body, it's not going off? I have that energy in me, but why is it, why is it not going off? 
Why is the K2 meter not working? Are you going to tell me that my skin and bones are so solid, they are so thick, that energy can't transmit out of that to light up a K2 meter? Hmm. But yet, I have the energy to subconsciously move my finger, lean up against a wall, talk, and, 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 and project energy right now to you. But a K2 meter can't detect that. But a K2 meter... You can put it up against a wall, a brick wall, a cement wall, and it will pick up the wires through that. <laughs> Why? How is that possible? We're holding up a K2 meter, goes, runs by, it lights up. Put that same exact K2 meter to your body and it doesn't light up. Put that exact same K2 meter to the wall and it's going to light up. Now, you're going to tell me that what you captured was a ghost? Think about that, how that sounds, because it doesn't make sense. It's as easy as that. It's as simple as that. K2 meters are not meant to detect ghosts. Otherwise, every time you hold one, it would go off. It would shoot dramatically up. It would spike. And here's another reasoning as to why. It's... This is based off the hertz, right? Every K2 meter is based off, let's just say, a max of, of we'll say, I know this is, this. I'm just throwing numbers out there because um, this isn't what the show's about. I'm just, now I'm just going in on it. Let's just say a regular K2 meter, and I know this isn't accurate again, goes to 10,000 hertz, right? Actually, we'll say 15,000 hertz. I believe it's 20, but we'll go with 15. You know what? We're just going to go with 20. I'm pretty 99% sure it's 20 hertz, right? So we got, or 20,000, I'm sorry. So we got 20,000 hertz. Now, your energy, your own energy that you manifest whenever you're walking around and you get adrenaline, you get scared, you get pumped, you get anything, right? You're sad, you're emotional, you're happy, you're fearful, you get scared. Like I said, your, your energy, your herds themselves skyrocket. You go from about 5,000 to 10,000. You can even go, depending on the weight of a human, you can even go from 10,000 to 18,000. And yet, that K2 meter still doesn't pick it up. Why? It's energy. Why is it not picking it up? It's picking up the exact same hertz, but you're going to tell me it's going to pick up the same exact energy as long as you don't have a vessel? It's picking up a ghost? Doesn't make any sense. So now that you know somewhat um, about the, you know, the energy and the lights, why, why, why can't light transmit through a door, which is pure energy, However, spirits can walk through a door, but yet K2 meters can't set off when you hold it to your body, but they can set off electromagnetic energy with invisibility that you can't see, but through a wall as well. Um, but yeah, and it's insane. So I do have, I think, a question here um, from Lauren. It's either a question or a statement. I'm just going to read it. So it says, I know you don't believe in a feeling of being proof, but do you believe that some locations give off certain kinds of energy as soon as you walk through the door? Um, I do. I do think um, a lot of places do that, but I think that's because of the energy left behind by other people or the energy that's in there based off of, of people. Like if people are actually in there, you're going to walk. It's the same thing that if you walk in someone's house, you can feel the tension. You know, you can walk in and feel the, the happiness or the sadness or the emotions that they're expressing 
um, at that time without even doing anything, literally just their energy that they're giving off. So to walk into a location, I do feel like the energy of residual energy that a human being can leave behind. Let's say you walk into a location and it's empty, right? Nobody's there. They gave you the key. You turn the key, you go in, right? You don't know who is there prior to you. You don't know what's happened. You don't know if something just happened there 10 seconds before you got there, two minutes before you got there. And you don't know what that energy was that was left behind from a human. So I feel like a lot of times you're picking up on that energy. I feel like if there's electricity, actually, I know for a fact on this one, if there's electricity within the walls and the place has electricity and the power's on, well, that electricity within the walls is sending off hertz. And that actually does affect moods. It affects your moods, it affects your emotions, and it affects your vibrations. So electricity itself can cause such things to make you feel a certain way. And a lot of people don't understand that. Like it's so simple to just do research and understand how energy works and how the paranormal is. It's so easy to prove that it's something else other than ghost. And am I saying that the things that I have caught on camera are fake or anything else? No, absolutely not. I'm saying that they're paranormal. So I'm saying that what I caught is not, it, it, it can't be duplicated. It, you, it, it's unexplainable. That's paranormal. Um, so yeah, I do feel, I feel like there can be certain energies within certain places based off, you know, who was there prior, who is, is the lights on, how many lights are on, how much, you know, is the power completely shut off? There's so many variables that can cause you to feel a certain way. And human-to-human energy is usually the reasoning why. So let me check. I'm just double-checking, guys, to make sure there's no more questions or any other comments here. All right. All right, so no more questions. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do now. So... What we're going to talk about now is what I just said with the energy of light, correct? But I, what, there was a reasoning why I mentioned the energy with the light bulb and how spirits cannot walk through doors, how it is pretty much completely impossible for that to happen. Now, what I want to discuss is the how energy in space affects us here on Earth, right? Like, how long does it take for us, you know, to, to see the sun, how far the moon is away from us, um, shit, how long, what a light year even is, what we're actually seeing when we look in space, right? And this, in my opinion, all correlates. So how and why, I don't have an answer for you. I don't know, which makes it more unknown and more amazing to me. So first, let's break down a light year, right? So pretty much, what is a light year? Anybody can Google this, very simple. However, I'm going to just sum it up to you real quick, okay? So pretty much anything that's in space, any object that's in space is used to um, be called light years to pretty much describe the distance. So a light year is the distance that light travels in one Earth year being light years. So it's how fast travels in one Earth year, 365 days. One light year is 600 trillion miles, okay? Now, 
let me break that down for everybody for pretty much how long would it tra- how long would it take to travel for light years okay right now I'm just distance, distancing the space so you can understand how far a light year truly truly is and how long it will take to travel such distance okay so how long would it take to travel four light years well since there's six trillion miles in one light year approximately there's about 5.88 um 5 million 888,000 something like that but we're just going to round it up to six trillion six trillion okay five trillion 888 million right so we're going to round it up to six trillion miles in one light year so the distance we need to go six trillion miles times four light years because we're going four light years or 24 trillion miles it would actually take you 1.2 billion hours to travel so there's 24 hours in a day 365 days per year so to be able to do that in that amount of time four years is a hundred and thirty seven thousand years according to light years okay now light years is a tricky thing it's very hard to explain if you're not really familiar with it okay now what that means is also when you're pretty much the Sun right the distance between Earth and the Sun is 92 point like pretty much 93 million miles away it's 92.95 something like that right so we'll round it up 93 million miles away that's how far it is from the Sun to Earth so to calculate the average time that it takes for light to reach for light itself to reach Earth from the Sun is eight minutes and 20 seconds okay so that's how fast light is actually traveling so light is traveling 93 million miles in eight minutes and 20 seconds from the Sun to Earth that's that's the speed that is how fast light is actually traveling now what that means is is everything that you see when you're looking at the Sun right and you're looking at the Sun setting oh my god it's a beautiful it's a beautiful sunset you're actually looking at the past you're looking eight minutes and 20 seconds into the past you're not looking in the future you're not looking in the present you are seeing absolutely nothing in space that is the present at all so what you're seeing is is the past you're seeing a hundred million light years away you're seeing galaxies that pretty much okay I'm trying to word this into a way to not get all scientific so go outside right now look up in the sky in the sky in the sky right you see a star it's blinking blah 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 it's great right most of that has taken taken a hundred million light years to reach us hundred million light years just to reach Earth the visibility of that which means what you're looking at is a hundred million years ago so you're looking at something that happened 100 million years ago everything that you're seeing in the in the in the space in the sky is the past you're not seeing nothing more nothing less you're literally looking so far into the past and that you know everybody knows that saying uh from the lion king right when whether they're rafiki or whatever when he's like talks about the past he's like oh you're looking in the past you know when Simba looks in the sky and sees his dad and everything and as kids we don't understand that but that's what he's saying you're looking into the past you are literally looking 
into the past. So that alone is mind blowing. Like you can walk outside and you're looking, you're looking into something that would never, never even existed. Like it, it's just to me that is so insanely mind blowing. And I just it's it's crazy to me. So pretty much like the universe is a magic time window. You know, it's allowing you to peer into the past. And the further we look out, the further back in time we see. And despite our brains telling us things that we see, you know, at an instant, you know, that we view them, light moves, light itself literally moves at 300,000 kilometers per second. 300,000 kilometers. Now, kilometers is 671 trillion, 140 million 939,000 and it just keeps going miles an hour which makes for really 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 big time delay when it comes to those distances so that is why we're seeing these stars that are even even 90 million light years away 90 million years ago 25 million light years away 25 million years ago that's insane right so think about this this is where it's going to get a little tricky and i was and i was really trying to make people think okay so think about this let's say that you're talking with a friend who's three feet away right right in front of you three feet away the light from your friend's face takes about three point three nanoseconds to reach you. So we're always seeing our friends, our loved ones, our animals, because in reality, the only reason we have light is through space. When the lights are off, that's why light exists. There is, this is pure darkness. We are surrounded by pure darkness. We literally travel in space. We are in space. We just call Earth our home. So light is always illuminating from the moon from anything in that manner, you know? So when you're talking to somebody, you are literally, it's literally taking 3.3 nanoseconds for your eyes to register that quick. That's extremely fast, but it's taking that quick because you're only three feet away. So it, you're actually seeing 3.3 nanoseconds into the past while looking at them. So when you look around you, you're not really seeing the world as it is. What you're seeing is the world as it was literally a fraction of a second ago and the further things are the further back in time you're looking so three feet away it's 3.3 nanoseconds right a hundred million light years is a hundred million years ago so the further this object is the further away in the past you're looking we're always looking in the past every little tiny thing that we do even the core of our own milky milky way our galaxy right the core of it is about 25,000 light years away. So when you're looking and you can Google these things, when you look at these pictures of the core of the Milky Way, you're seeing light that, you know, may, you know, may have never before. It's, it's been there before humans even settled in North America. I mean, it's the core of this. That's, that's insane. Like there is so much about this universe and so much about light, so much about energy that people just do not understand. And if they can understand this, it's going to make the paranormal completely irrelevant because it will make more sense. 
as to why things are not ghost. Now I'm going to read this again. My notes here that I wrote um, about talking with a friend, right? And think about that. You are literally three feet away from a friend and the light from your friend's face took about 3.3 nanoseconds to reach you. So everything we do is literally in the past, regardless of how many seconds it is, regardless of what we're seeing at the time we're seeing it, it is either a fraction of a second in the past instantly, or it's millions and millions and millions of hundreds of millions of years ago. It's insane, completely insane. Um, and it's just mind blowing that, 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 that it's, so wild. So if you have any questions, guys, based off that, please feel free to message me. Let me know. I would love to hear anything you have to say um, in regards to that. Yeah. No, I'm on the podcast. I told you I was doing that. Um, so anyways, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, questions, guys. If you have any questions whatsoever, please feel free to uh, message me. Please feel free to ask anything. I love, 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 love explaining um, these things. I love breaking it down. It's something I'm extremely passionate about. So um, there is a question here. I can't, I can't really see. Oh, there is another question here. Sorry, guys. So here's another question. Um, so how about when the age, when was the first time that you had your first paranormal experience? Why piqued your curiosity? Why did you want to pursue this field? All right, three questions. So my first paranormal experience, I, that takes me back to my past. So I had a very horrible upbringing. I was bullied. I grew up in an abusive relationship with my mom and her boyfriends and my mom and my stepdad. Um, and it pretty much boiled down to in my, I want to say 12, 13 ish years old. And I, I was bullied so much in school, bullied so much just in life. Like it was, I, I just had a shitty upbringing and I would isolate myself and I would create these imaginary friends, right? In my head, I would, I would talk to them. I had nothing else to do. You know, I was a kid. I was scared. I was lonely. I had nobody to talk to, you know, my family, you know, my mom was a drunk. My stepdad was a drunk. They just horrible upbringing. So I talked to myself and these things started talking back. Now they weren't actually talking like physically in my ear talking, but I could hear these things in my head in different tones, boys, girls, men, women. And you can tell the difference when you hear an older man speak and a younger boy speak, right? So these tones were different. And after that, I, I started seeing these shadow figures in my room. I started feeling really threatened. And this was years over, over the time, you know, it started growing over the years and getting worse. And the more I isolated myself, the more it happened, the, the, the anger became a lot more in the household. The drinking became worse. The abuse mentally, physically, a lot of these things became worse. And so I isolated myself more and that like anybody would do. Right. So it got to the point where I would get these massive headaches. Like I was starting to just get headaches. I was getting sick all the time and I would hear what sounded like a bunch of talking and chatter. And I couldn't get these voices and noise out of my head. 
sounded like a million different things just talking, 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 talking. I couldn't pinpoint it, but it was just hundreds of people sounding like in a room all talking at once. And I don't remember much because that's when I started to fade away uh, memory-wise. And there was a time when I was about 16, 17, and I got a 107-degree temperature. And I ended up being rushed to the emergency room. I stepped up, took all my clothes off, put me in a bathtub full of ice. That's I remember that part. And then I remember moving from his vehicle to like my mom's van or something at the time and then being in the hospital bed and the most cliche thing in the world I'm gonna say it is I I closed my eyes finally I was surrounded by a bright light perfectly round I was floating to this the end of this tunnel of this light and there was a woman I know for a fact it was a woman she was floating at the end of this tunnel and her hair was extremely long, wrapped around her legs, and it was blowing in the wind to the right, right? She had a long dress on that was white. Everything about it was white, and everything was just blowing to the right. And I would probably say I was maybe uh, 20 feet, 20 feet, 25 feet away, and my mom coughed. My whole body elevated straight up. Like they just like put some, almost like they put those jumper things on you. My whole body just jumped up. The doctor walked in within seconds afterwards, and I don't remember anything. Um, I don't remember anything after that. I don't remember leaving the hospital. I don't remember going home. And I don't. I I really don't have an answer. Like what happened after that? The the most. I just don't. So. Um, that was my first paranormal experience, and. What really piqued, why the paranormal piqued my curiosity was because of that. Like years later, you know, I was 17, I started this, I started this paranormal journey. I was maybe 29. Like that's a huge gap, you know, and always believed in it, always wanted to believe in it, always thought there was a purpose for it. I just never thought there was a purpose for me within it. Um, so I was about 29 and I was in Fort Myers. This was all in San Carlos Park where I grew up, right in San Carlos Park, right off Alico Road on Fox Drive. I know the house, I know the address, I, I know everything about the house. It's insane where that happens. Um, and then I was about 29 living off Cypress Lake Drive in Fort Myers, Florida. And San Carlos Park is in Fort Myers as well. But I'm off Cypress Lake Drive right near right near the bell tower for those that live in that area. And I was flipping through the channels or some shit, I don't know. I saw Ghost Adventures, and I was like, man, what is this? This is so cool, you know, and I'm sure they've been on for a while, but I just, you know, I didn't watch TV much, so I saw it. I was really intrigued. I was like, man, this is so fucking cool. Like, I experienced this stuff. What are they doing? And, of course, you know, I was a fool. I believed everything they were doing at first. And then something registered in my head. I was like, you know what? I can do this, but better. And, I mean, everything else kind of just fell into place, you know, it – I, I, I went to Casadega, Florida, which is a huge spirit, spiritual camp and whatnot, and I, um, that was my first investigation, and I was standing out by the gift shop outside of the hotel, probably about two in the morning or so, and I heard a little girl's voice say hello. I looked at the person next to me. They heard it, too. Ever since then, I was addicted. That was it. I knew right then and there, this is what I wanted to do. This is what I'm going to do. 
And the rest is kind of history with everything. I mean, something turned in me to where I didn't want to just investigate the lady in white and, oh, my God, the, the, the little kids, are you guys okay? Let me, let me send you on your way. No, fuck that. I wanted to do the extreme. I, wanted, I knew there was something more. It took me about two years before I kicked that door down and said, this is how I'm going to do it. This is why I'm going to do it. Nobody and nothing is going to stand in my way of doing such things because everybody in the paranormal field are small-minded, to be honest. They are. There is maybe a handful of people who are not. There's not a single person on the TV channels that are not small-minded. They're one way. They have zero theories that they use. And I wanted to bring all of that. I want to educate, speak well, use theories, challenge the status quo. And I wanted to question everything. And I did just that while doing extreme techniques that if everybody watches my footage, they'll see works. Now, Am I saying it's all paranormal ghost? Am I saying it's ghost? No. Am I saying it's paranormal? Absolutely. Because it cannot be explained and it's unknown. So, man, I guess like, and you know, the fact that I don't even want to do this field anymore and I'm really just sitting there, um, that I'm like, man, I don't want to do this anymore, da, 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 but the more I talk about it, the more I feel like, it's what I meant to do. I mean, I've changed the field. And for people to think that I haven't, you are clearly mistaking who I am as a person and what I went through and what I did and what I've sacrificed for this field. Waivers have been changed because of me. You know, people go to locations to talk about what I did. They don't go to talk about what Bobo Baggins from Ghost Adventures did or what Nick Groff or what any of these other clowns did. They go to talk about what Stephen Wayne Arcantello did. What did he do when he was here? That's what the field has talked about. So I left my mark. Do I want to leave the field? I don't want, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people don't want me to. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's really it. And so if I choose to stay in the field, it will be, it's, it's, I'll be honest with everybody. The only reason I'm, I do want to leave the field is because I don't get the credit I deserve. I don't get the recognition I deserve. I don't, people say they love my work, but nobody shares my work. People say they love how upfront I am, how blunt I am, how I don't give a fuck, how I do what I want whenever I want. And I back everything. Nobody shares my work. Nobody talks about my work. How many messages I get where people are like, oh, I was watching it, but then I got busy and I did da 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 But then yet they'll sit there and tell me, Hey, my friend just got signed to a show. Hey, have you seen this guy? Hey, have you seen this person's work? They do this, this. Like, no. <laughs> have you seen my work? Well, you haven't seen my work yet, but you're sending me articles of all these other people's work that you watched, but you didn't watch mine. I don't care what other people are doing in this field, and I can't make that any more clear to everybody because nobody is relevant enough to even stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with me in this field, and I can say that as confident as possible. It's not arrogant. It's not cocky. It's because I am the most unique individual within this field, and I do what's never been done within this field. I don't just stand there talking to myself in the dark with a K2 meter and a flashlight or a night vision camera. I get the history like nobody else has ever done it. I present the facts and the truth like nobody else has ever done it. I use extreme techniques like nobody else has ever done it, and I'm willing to go further than anybody else has ever gone within this field because nobody understands the depth of what this field consists of because they don't know how to educate themselves properly on what light is, different types of realms, 
how energy works and how techniques or I'm sorry and how technology works. They just want to believe things. They don't know how pictures work when humans move in movement. That can actually make you a see-through figure. They just don't understand because they don't want to because it's easier to say it's paranormal for 15 minutes of fame, hoping that they sign a $30,000 contract just for a little hype on a TV show, just for it to be a one-hit wonder and a flop. That's it. So that is why I don't want to be in the field anymore because I don't get the credit that I deserve. People claim they love what I do, but they don't share it. You see these clowns on other things, and, and some people will say, oh, well, you only have like seven or ten things on your YouTube channel, and you only do that. You're right, because I don't think anything is, I don't think anything other than that is worth posting. I have tons of footage. I can post all that footage. I don't think it's worth it, because my vision is much larger than a 15-minute clip. My vision is much larger than a three-minute clip. My work when it comes to the field, is larger than sloppiness just for 100,000 views and 100,000 likes. But see, other people are not that way. That's what they want. That's what they look for. My craft is within this field. My passion is within this field. My passion is not to get likes and to get comments. However, if your passion is correlating, if your passion about what I do correlates with the passion that how I do it, then you need to share my work, comment on my work, like my work, subscribe to my channels, because I can't grow. I can't show you all, and that's the truth. I can't show you guys how phenomenal I can be and make you see the truth if my work isn't being expressed, if my work isn't being seen, if my work isn't growing. How can I show? How can I excel and make you guys see what is if my work is just at a standstill it's because of you guys that's why I am where I am with Haunted Tours there's a reason why it hit 3 million in a week because of you guys there's a reasoning why and it's because of you guys and when you guys stay stagnant on what the stuff is that I'm presenting I can't grow I can't show you more if I'm not getting anything in return. And that's the truth. That's the truth that no celebrity will ever tell you. Dwayne Johnson ain't going to tell you that shit. I'll tell you that. It's, uh, all these other Mark Wahlberg ain't going to tell you that shit. Like these celebrities, same, all them people, they live off of you guys. Like it's because of you they are where they are. I got to where I got to because of y'all. I can't show you more if y'all aren't really helping me and give me that push. So, and um, and I did just get a comment on it towards it's because of you and not the host. And thank you. I do appreciate that. That That is the truth, too. So it's just, I mean, I can't do this without you guys. And I, and I appreciate it all the time. And I thank you all for that. Like, because of you, I got to where I am. Shit, I could have started this five years ago and got absolutely nowhere. You all saw something in me over the years pushing and pushing and kicking down the door and, and not taking any shit from anybody and constantly going, um, crawling through all the shit that I've been through in this field, guys. Like, so thank you. Because of you, that's why I am where I am. And I thank you all for that. But I can't continue to uh, to grow if, if you all kind of stay stagnant on me. So I need your help. Share my stuff. I don't care if you have paranormal people on your page. Share it. I don't care. It shows. It shows that it's getting out there. And uh, yeah, that's it. So 
there is something I wanted to talk about now that I am going to piss a lot of people off. Like, and I cannot wait to do this. Astrology. I am about to break down astrology for you. I am about to break down how energy in space affects us on Earth and how astrology purports that astronomical bodies have influence. So this is the question, right? This is really it. This is what a lot of people believe, right? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slow down because I'm so excited about this, okay? So um, people believe, right? People believe that astrology has an influence on people's lives beyond, beyond basic weather patterns, you know, depending on their birthday, you know, and just it's false, right? Scientifically, that is false. And I'm talking about scientifically because those are facts, right? So numerous scientific studies have disproven that astronomical bodies affects, affect people's lives according to their birth date. And this was a study that was done in 2013, okay? Now, what I'm going to do is I wrote down a bunch of notes. I wrote down a bunch of things. I'm sitting here letting it marinate in my head and think about it. And I want to share this with you guys, Okay my thoughts on some things and you decide what is real and what is not real. Okay. Again, we're going to talk about facts and we're going to talk about beliefs on this one. All right. Now, phenomenal scientists, right. will tell you that astrology doesn't work. Believers will tell you it does work. But the question is, is who's right. Right. Well, they're both right. Right. Science is right. And your belief is right. I can't prove that your belief is wrong and you can't prove to me that your belief is right. However, we can believe science. So pretty much it depends on also what you mean by work. Like how does it work? How does it not work? Right? Astrology is the belief that the alignment of stars and planets affects every individual's mood, personality, and environment depending on when he or she was born, okay? Astrologers, they print horoscopes in newspapers. They put them on social media sites. They put them in apps. They do all of that stuff, right? And they're personalized by birth date. This is a fact, right? Everybody knows this. Now, these horoscopes make predictions in people's personal lives. They describe their personalities. They give them advice, all according to the position of astronomical bodies, okay? Now, there was a survey conducted by the National Science Foundation that found 41% of respondents believe that astrology is very scientific or sort of scientific. Now, this was broken down into two questions, right? Which are question one. Does the position of astronomical bodies affect a person's life? Number two was, can horoscopes make people feel better? Now, obviously, these questions are both different, completely different, right? Now, let's talk about question number one. Does the position of astronomical bodies affect a person's life beyond basic weather, okay? Because basic weather, obviously, it's, you're going to feel it. If it's rainy, you're going to be sad. You're going to, you know what I mean? So 
does the position of astronomical bodies affect a person's life beyond basic weather? The answer is no. The position and orientation of the sun relative to Earth does cause seasons. Okay? That's a fact. And anyone who has shoveled snow off your, off your driveway and off your sidewalk in January who would rather be at a beach can pretty much tell you that, you know, that astronomical body definitely affects our lives in that point, right? But again, that's beyond basic weather. Also, solar flares cause electromagnetic disturbances on Earth that can disrupt satellites and even cause blackouts. However, that's basic weather. The position of the moon causes ocean, ocean tides, and if you're a fisherman, you know that the position of the moon can have a significant effect on your livelihood, right? The solar wind causes such, you know, a beautiful aurora. The sunlight itself is, you know, the main source of energy for our planet. But all of these effects fall under the umbrella of what? Basic weather, not astrology. Astrology purports that astronomical bodies have influence on people's lives beyond basic weather patterns depending on the birth date. This claim is scientifically false. And numerous scientific studies have disproven that astronomical bodies affect people's lives according to their birth date by this right here. It's one of the most famous experiments, right? Um, Sean Carlson, you can look him up, Sean Carlson, right? He had 28 astrologers make predictions and then tested the accuracy of their predictions. Now, before conducting the experiment, he, 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 he tuned it up a little bit, right? He fine-tuned the method so that the various independent scientists agreed that the method was scientifically sound and, you know, factual. It was there, right? And also so that all of the astrologers agreed that the test was fair. So everybody agreed, right? The astrologers agreed that it was fair, and the scientists agreed that it was fair. So he had to tune it out a little bit, right? He found that astrologers could do no better at predicting the future or their horoscopes or horoscopes than random chance. And these results agree with the fundamentals of science. Because fundamentally, right, there are four forces of nature. And I know, guys, this is getting a little bit deeper than what I normally post on social media and do, but I love this shit. Like, I love educating. And this is a very big deal because this goes hand-in-hand hand with the paranormal, goes hand-in-hand hand with energy, right? So fundamentally, right, there are four forces of nature. There's gravity, which we all know, electromagnetic, electromagnetic energy, which we all know, paranormal-related. There's also a strong nuclear force, and a weak nuclear force, right? Those are four forces of nature. Object affects a person. It must do so by interacting through one of these fundamental forces. Okay? Correct? Now, for instance, acid, right? A strong acid burns your skin because the electromagnetic fields in the acid pull strongly enough on your skin molecules that they rip apart. Not a lot of people probably do that, but that's what happens when acid does such things, right? A falling rock crushes you because gravity pulls it onto you. A nuclear bomb will vaporize you because of nuclear forces. Each of these fundamental forces can be very strong. The problem is, is that they all die off with distance, okay? Now, this is where it's going to get a little complicated, 
So if you have any questions, please feel free or listen back to all of this, okay? But the problem with that is they all die off with distance. And this is why I spoke about millions of light years away, different galaxies, and how the stars that you're seeing no longer exist. You're seeing the path light, right? Keep that in mind. The problem is, is that they all die off with distance, okay? Now, uh, sorry, guys, I lost it. Now, dang, I lost where I was. I apologize, guys. So the problem is that they all die off with distance. I'm sorry, I got a message, and I was seeing if it was a question. Um, so the nuclear forces, right, they die off so quickly that they're essentially zero beyond a few nanometers. Like, they just die off, right? They can't, they can't extract that far with distance, okay? Electromagnetic forces typically extend from nanometers to kilometers. Electromagnetic forces, spiritual forces, this is scientifically proven, they extend from nanometers to kilometers, right? Now, sensitivity equipment can detect electromagnetic waves, light, you know, because electromagnetic waves are the form of light, from the edge of the observable universe, what we can see when you walk outside. But that light that you see is exceptional weak, right? You can go outside and you see our Milky Way, right? It's observable. You can see it, but the light is so weak. The gravity of a star extends throughout the universe. You walk outside, you can see it, right? It's extending throughout the universe. It's up there. It's floating. It's floating around, right? But its individual effect on the universe does not extend much beyond our solar system. So the energy from there to us, it, it doesn't affect us. It can't. It doesn't extend beyond our solar system because of the effect of distance. The gravitational pull on an Earth-bound human is weaker, let's say, than the gravitational pull of a gnat flying around our head. Like, it's, it's – so – I mean, even if the gravity of the planets was strong enough to affect us, the alignment of the planets still aren't going to lead you to win the lottery for that simple reasoning. The pool itself is not capable of lining you up to make you have this spiritual connection of an astrology aspect. It, it just doesn't it, – it can't. Scientifically, it cannot happen. So now I'm going to burst everybody's bubble with the second question, okay? And uh, the second question is, is this? Sorry, guys. Again, I was getting more uh, messages. I want to make sure they're, they're not anybody questioning, you know, what's going on and everything. So the second question in this scientific research was, can horoscopes make people feel better? I mean, obviously, that's an opinion, right? However, all of this stuff, I wanted to look into myself, and I wrote all of this stuff down to try to make it make sense to you guys so I can express it a little bit better. So second question, can horoscopes make people feel better? Absolutely. Of course they can. That's why people read them, right? But it has nothing to do with the horoscope being right. Horoscopes make people feel better because of a psychological effect known as, everybody knows this, the placebo effect. 
Everybody is familiar with the placebo effect. The placebo effect is when the belief in a useless method actually makes a person feel better. It's in the belief itself. It's not the method that causes the improvement. And that the placebo effect has been scientifically verified. Like if you give pills to 10 sick patients containing water, tell them it's a powerful new drug that will help them out, right? And then have 10 sick patients not take the pill, then over time, the patients taking the pill will show better health. It's because of the placebo effect. A new drug must not just be proven to make patients feel better. It must be proven to perform better than a placebo. In accurate medical like experiments, right, the control group is not a collection of untreated patients. Rather, the control group is a collection of patients receiving the placebo effect. That's all it is. The placebo effect is mind over matter. You know, the placebo effect is the mechanism at work with astrology. Many people believe in astrology. When they read their horoscope, follow, it, follow their advice, they feel better, right? That's it. They feel better. And many pseudoscientific treatments, such as crystal healing and homeopath and all of that, you know, they help people through the placebo effect. Believing in a treatment that does not actually do anything may help, but believing in a treatment that does is even better. So sticking to scientifically proven treatments gives you the benefit of the belief and the benefit of the treatment's actions. So for instance, instead of reading your horoscope pretty much each morning, what I'm saying is go for a walk. Exercise is proven to be good for the body and mind and your belief in its effect will also help you. The placebo effect, however, it's helping all around. So your horoscope is a placebo effect. Now, let me real quick talk about the moon. I know a lot of people are like, man, you know, when it's a full moon, it's doing this, it's, it's oh my God, I can feel it right now. And uh, pretty much like... Again, placebo effect. There is no scientific proof that the moon affects you. However, there is proof that the moon can affect the tides. Now, I want everyone to, to hear that again. The moon affects earth elements, the tides, right? Not humans. Two totally separate things. Can a full moon make you feel anxious and you're nervous and everything else? Well, yeah, absolutely right, because of its intensity, it can make us. It can make you. Can make me. Can make us feel anxious and emotional. I mean, that's it. The full moon can also intensify your dreams or nightmares, which can leave you feeling more anxious. Now, why does it do that? Because subconsciously, you're not seeing the moon that large every day. You're seeing it every now and then, and it, it, it puts fear in people. It makes you anxious. That's not normal to go out there and see that. So subconsciously, you are becoming more anxious. You're, you become emotional, and that is it. Again, placebo effect. There is no scientific proof to back the moon. There is no scientific proof to back your horoscope, and I can get even deeper with that than anything because, one, download your horoscope app look at the newspaper, go online, and there's plenty of horoscopes that are all going to say completely different things based off the same day, based off who's writing it, right? Now, you can also do this in test this theory. 
if I'm a Virgo, right? I'm not, this not if, I am a Virgo, right? If my horoscope is real, how, how I'm born on what day it is and that I'm born that way, that's why I am the way I am, that's why my personality is the way it is because I was born on a certain day, certain time, right? Then if you read me Cancer's horoscope and tell me it's mine, I should know right away that that's not mine. In fact, that's not my personality. However, I did that with 10 people. I did my own experiment. I read the wrong horoscope to them, and they believed it. How? And that's not a psychological thing. I didn't trick you. I just read the wrong one, and you believed it. But if that's what you truly are made of, then you should know how you're feeling. You should know who you are. A horoscope shouldn't have to tell you that. But I read the wrong one, and you believed it. Why did you believe it? You should know that that's not how you are. So also, I want everyone to think about this, okay? Now, and, the, and this is going to be good. We're going to go back to how everything is in the past, correct? Remember when, remember when we were talking about you're sitting there and you're talking to your friend, you know, in the face, you know, and you see their face and light from your friend's face took, what, about 3.3 nanoseconds to read you, right? So pretty much everything that we're seeing is in the past. Now, when people want to read your horoscopes or mediums or psychics want to say, well, I can read your astrology report. All I need is where you were born, your name, and the exact time you were born. We will never know the exact time we were born, right? Now, why is that? Because when the baby's coming out, right, well, you're seeing it 3.3 nanoseconds in the past. So you don't know the exact time. So is your horoscope really as accurate as what you think? Or is it the placebo effect because you want it to be, because you need reason, you need comfortability, you need understanding of why, because you don't know who you are. So that is definitely something to think about. And if you have any questions, please definitely, 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 definitely um, feel free to message me. Feel free to let me know what you think. I'll be on for yeah about five more minutes, you know, but um, I hope that really touched everything up with you guys. You know, I honestly didn't even think I would talk this long about it, to be honest, you know, but I mean, touching about what a light year is, how far they truly are, what you're seeing when you go outside in space and you're actually looking into the past. None of that exists. Sure, the moon does. It's right there. Every day. These stars, they burnt out. Some of them 50 million years ago. <laughs> They're the light now. The light year is now just reaching you. It's crazy to think about, right? So pretty much like it's like how far back in time can we see? Well, I mean, we can see 46 billion light years in all directions, right? Visibility. That's what you can see on a clear night, of course, right? Hypothetically, let's say it's a clear night. You're out in the country, all the everything off, right? In actuality, we can see 46 billion light years in all directions. That is a total diameter of 92 billion light years away. That's how far back in time you're looking. 
that's wild. So I, I just love that. Like, and I would love to hear your guys' input on that. Like, I would love to hear your input on this show tonight. Like, please message me on social media. Please, please, please. Like, this is probably one of the deepest conversations I've gotten into in a very long time. So I would definitely love for this to not be overlooked. I would love to know you guys are paying attention. Um, and it's just, it, it, is it like this is what I want to talk more about and you know I really want to get deep with a lot more theories a lot more scientific beliefs and I love the paranormal questions as well I mean I can get deep into that like as, as you guys that's my passion that's where that's what started it all so yeah I guess uh you know that's it guys and there's no more questions definitely gonna call it a night I really 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 appreciate you guys tuning in I do appreciate the questions there was definitely more coming in tonight than in past shows so I really appreciate the participation and I hope everything made sense to you I hope the numbers added up for you to make sense I know they added up because I know that I'm I'm good at what I do but um, I hope everything else made sense for you me you know typing out the way I did with you know how energy affects us how you know the astronomical bodies affect a person's life, how it doesn't work towards astrology, how astrology is not a real thing. And yeah, I hope you all had a phenomenal night tonight. Thank you so much. So, so, so much for tuning in tonight and spending your Saturday night with me. Really appreciate it. I am going to have a badass show next Saturday, guys. I'd be lying if I told you what it is. I have no idea, but it's going to be badass. And it's going to be, I, I have an idea. I just don't want to give it away yet, but it is going to be a badass show. I'm going to have the link and everything up way before, you know, next week. I know I kind of was slacking on it this week. I just got the link up tonight, well, today. But uh, I'm going to have everything done and ready by Monday. Also, real quick, the You, Me, and an Indian is um, being changed around a bit. And I just want to let everybody know that because – it is a part of me. It is a part of this show. And I know people tuned in know what I'm doing with the vlogs, with you, me, and an Indian. And for those that are following me on social media, like, well, what's you, me, and an Indian? Go at me on social media. The You can find me, Stephen Arcantello. Find me, add me. I explain everything there. I'm not going to get too deep into it with everybody now as I'm about to hop off. But um, the videos, for those that are following me on there, the videos are all going to be uploaded tomorrow, and the content will be on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. It's, it, everything's going to be ready tomorrow and live. So got a lot of filming to do tomorrow. Anyways, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's show. Please message me if you have any questions. I would definitely love to talk to you. And please leave your feedback, whether it's on Messenger, whether it's on the comments, whether it's on my pages, anywhere, my texts, anything, guys. Just let me know what you think so I can build this. Remember, if you love my work, Share it, comment, like it, blow it up. I can't grow, guys, unless y'all help me grow. It's because you have gotten this far, and I appreciate every single minute of it. Y'all have a good night. I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of the weekend, and I will talk to everybody who messages me soon, and I will talk to everybody next week. So this is me ending uh, Urgentello Tales. Thank you so much, and I will talk to everyone next week. Bye.